What is up, New Jersey Devils fans? And welcome to another episode of Flood the Rock Podcast with your co-host Aiden Rukin. Flood the Rock Podcast is your express ticket into the thrilling world of the New Jersey Devils, hosted by passionate fan Aiden Rukin. The podcast offers quick insights, insider analysis, and engaging discussions on all things Devils and NHL. Aiden Rukin also co-hosts Hudson River Grudgecast. He'll be posting somewhat daily. Why tune in? Final whistle, which is what we'll be doing today. This episode is released after every game, analyzing the game to the fullest. Game preview, previews the games before the game begins. Most rated episodes. Quick hits, bite-sized episodes packed with the latest Devils news and highlights. New team, new week. Picks a new team, goes into depth, keeps with the NHL community. Insider Lens uncovers the strategies, prospects, and t- trends shape the Devils' journey in the NHL. Subscribe for weekly dose of Devils Excitement. Your fast track of the game starts here. What is up, Devils fans and Flood the Rock listeners? So, I'm not in my normal recording. I'm actually recording in my school at their podcast room. It's a great setup. Tons of things here. They have computer, a home, a massive computer, massive mic. Like what you see on Spin Chicklets podcast or the Bill Simmons podcast or any podcasts that are out there. But the one thing that I like about this room is it's quiet. It's noise, like echo cancellation, and you can't hear the outside stuff. So, like, someone walked in here, you wouldn't be able to hear it. So, yeah. Uh, obviously, you didn't get to hear the intro today. I know Crazy Chain wouldn't be, wasn't going today. But I'm liking what we're seeing. And, uh, yeah, so... Let's just start off at the beginning of the episode. So, teams that played last night were the our New Jersey Devils were hosting the Montreal Canadiens. So, the final score of the game was not what I was imagining. I was looking this to be a 5-2 Devils win. It was a 3-2 Montreal Canadiens win and sent the Devils to the seventh in Metropolitan Division. Like I, I can't believe it. Like I was tweeting that the whole time. I'll tell you my Twitter tag is R U K I N A I D E Rukin Eight. Sped up. It's the Aiden Rukin the Devils. And that was actually my podcast logo. Click on that. Hit follow. And I'm pretty much giving you a commentator. So I'm literally commenting the game as it goes. Every play I'm tweeted. So if you guys are interested in that, there's also a comment what you guys don't like and what you also like. Um, let's just discuss the game. Um, I am in disbelief how the Devils treated this game. They were not prepared to come out strong. Like they sort of fought in the first period, but they did. Um, the turning point in the game was when Luke scored. I Luke scored before that. The the penalty that was committed. I who that was. It was Mike Matheson. Don't quote me on that. But was well, so anyway. They had three. They had. I think it was. I gotta check my Twitter feed. But I think I had. It's six. Uh, what is it? Six um high sticking penalties. Let's make sure. Uh, 
They had I think it was Matheson and um wait. Hmm. They now committed four high-sticking penalties. So they had the one infraction at the very beginning of the game by Gullion Meyer. They had another one. I forgot who was committed on. Oh, it was committed on Nemich. And then there's another one at the end that I, got, I counted as two. So they had two penalties. Um, let's discuss what were the big changes besides this. So I'll get into depth later, but Ryan Nowinski had just got destroyed by Lindy Ruff in the press conference. I was not liking what I was seeing from Ruff, what he did with Holtz yesterday. I don't think Holtz is like that good as people are saying he is. I mean, they what he did yesterday was awesome. That shot is pretty much the biggest in your face Rough, you suck. Um, I'm not really liking the decision that playing holds too little after you scored it eight minutes and four seconds. He scored a goal and he only got played eight minutes and four seconds. Doesn't the minute you get that Max Willman, uh, Cal Foot, um, guys are not supposed to be on the team, they're just there for injury purposes. Got and he's he got put on this team to be a solid player. Um, so, as I'm saying about this, the notable player of this game was Timo. If you remember when Timo first got put on the team, that was against the it was last year. Um, was that in, it was in February? Yeah, it was February. Like nineteenth. Don't don't quote me on that. But here, check this out. February 26, 2023 is when the devil treated him. Okay. So team was the first round pick, ninth overall in twenty fifteen inch of the draft. So they traded him. Trade Johnson in that trade. Um they he came back. I think he had a concussion, um, and he came back to play, uh, to play the Coyotes. That was his first game and the first time the Devils were ever at Mold Arena. Um, so that was that game was at. Oh, that's stupid! Whatever that game was. On his Devil's debut, March 5th, 2023. He had a concussion, and in his first Devil's game, he got a goal. So it shows when this player comes back from concussions, he gets the move. He gets what he needs to do to get to be a, like to come back from an injury, and he knows the fans wanted. He was able to do. The strategies that the Devils employed this game was come out of the gate hot. 
what did they do? Knock them out of the gate, huh? And it showed. The Canadians out-pressured them in the first period by night and day. They just, the Canadians just went crazy in the first period. I cannot believe it. Well, seen from the Canadians. So, it was a great play by the Devils. Um, like, look, things happen. Um, they couldn't come out hot. Luckily, they kept them off the scoreboard. Right? They kept off the scoreboard in the first. No, they didn't. Um. Wait, did they come out on the scoreboard? No, they didn't. So they got a goal scored out on the first. You need to be doing more than that. You can't be letting those plays happen in the first. But you'll see. I'll take. It, I'll talk about it later what some of the motives were to that play. Um. Obviously, if you were checking my Twitter, you were seeing that the Devils had a great, great, great shift. But before we get to that, let's discuss what we saw from the Montreal. Montreal knew that it was going to be a bloodbath, that they were going to have to fight their butts off to be in their position that they're at. Um, Montreal Canadiens, they're now playing again tonight. So look, they were, their mind, I'm sure, was in another world, but they hosted the Avalanche Monday, January 15th, won that game, then got on a plane, flew to New Jersey to then beat them on a 3 2. So, look, this is a big grind they've had. So, they're, the Montreal's past, uh, Montreal's past, Four, six. Montreal's past seven out of eight games have been a fight for them. So they started their game against Mont- against the Stars, a 4-3 victory in Dallas. Then they took a flight back home Wednesday, January 3rd to host the Sa- Sabres. The Sabres blew them out 6-1. Then the Rangers came to town. They beat them 4-3 January 6th in the shootout. Then they flew back out of Canada to go to the Flyers. And that game led to a shootout Wednesday, January 10th, 3-2 Flyers shootout victory for the Flyers. Then they got on a plane, flew back to Montreal to host the Sharks, which they lost 3-2. So they had... they've. Lost by one, they've either won or lost by one goal a lot of these times in their past eight games since starting the new year. Um, I mean, look, they what on uh, December 31st, they beat the Lightning in 4 3. I lost Lightning 4 3. So, if you've seen this trend from the from the Canadians that they're fighting, um, one thing I want to point out is that then they flew back and they flew back home. I know that they hosted this Sharks. Thursday, January 11th. Then they hosted the Oilers. And they lost. They lost 2-1 OT. And then they hosted the Avalanche and beat them 4-3. And then they flew out to the Devils to beat them 3-2. So you're seeing this trend that they're losing or winning by a goal or so. That's great for this team, the Canadians. But now they also got on a plane and are flying back 
to the Senators today to play to uh the Senators whatever Ottawa to play the Senators today. And they, they're just always flying. It's like this is great for this team and how they're always flying. They're playing through this. Um, like playing through the jet lag. Uh, okay. I want to point out. I think the Devils' season with the Canadians. I think they're done. I think, no, the series is not over yet. Whatever. But now we're on to segment three: play performance. Sam Montebo. Holy how is he good? He is goalie the Devils every single time. So it was my friend's birthday going back to February of 2023. Devils hosted the Canadians. My friend got us this ticket for Christmas. We went, we had a fun time. This was four of us, all my four of my friends went. But we all went, like, I, I'm a Devils fan. They're all Rangers fans, except one. So it was two of the four of them were Devils fans. But I don't know why they got Devils tickets to watch Devils Canadians. I only got Rangers tickets. But the one thing that... Oh, hold on. The one thing that... I'm noticing from this team, the Montreal, is that they're relying on Montebo. They get the momentum when Montebo makes the saves. Um, they're just playing out of their minds, doing what they need to do to win with being goalied. Um, huh. How about this? But, Sam Montebo, 30 shots against, made 28 saves for a 9-3-3, two goals against. That's, that is insane from this young goaltender. He's uh, he's only he's drafted. Oh, I didn't know this. He was drafted 77th overall in 2015 by the Florida Panthers. So, what... He did. Let's go back to this Devils Rangers. This Devils Canadians thing last February. He's just playing tremendous with the pressure that he's getting on it. Um, how do I phrase this? When he went to play the Devils at the Canadians, when the Canadians flew in to play the Devils, he. Played awesome. Um, he was playing out of his mind, getting the saves he needs, and then what? Then eventually won the game. But look at this. He's taking that step as this young goaltender at 27 years old to do what he needs to do to get this big contract. He signed a three-year, three-and-a-half million dollar, wait, a three-year, 3.15 Per year, so nine point three year, nine point forty five million dollar contract. Awesome, awesome stuff in this kid. Um, now let's go into depth about what we're seeing from the Devils. Let's get all the Canadians thing. Actually, let's go. I didn't finish the story about this about that February game. So game after Mar- uh, President's Day weekend. So 
the Devils couldn't do anything on Montebo. They got smoked and they got goalied again and again by Montebo. He, he's just insane. 6'3", 214. That is awesome from this kid. Um, the other big thing that I'm noticing is he's winning the games for the Canadians. The Canadians can't are not are producing like normal, but he's taking over the starting job for the Canadians. And Primo has went down. Um, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, he's playing great. And I'll come to the Devils. Um, uh, Holtzy. Okay. Holtz, 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 Holtz. That was... I don't know what's going through Lindy Ruff's head by not playing him in big games. So, Holt so far this year has played every single game and produced 21 points. So, he's averaging a, point, a half a point a game. He's a young player and you're not, you're not putting him in situations to improve. What, are, what else do you expect from him? Um, Look, he... He had 12 shifts last night. I averaged a four shifts a period. Like four shifts a period. Lindy, 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 Lindy. And they're still putting him on the power play. So they give him that. They're putting him on the power play. They removed Chris Tierney from the power play. Um, he had no penalty minutes yesterday. Scored one of the two power play goals. And you're still benching it. The last time he's had a, he's averaging 12 minutes per ice time at, per game. This is over his career average of 11.34. Um, he is just so good and you're benching him. Like, I don't think he's that good, but he's good. And you're not going to improve from keeping sending him down and up and down and up and killing his confidence. Just play him. Just play him. Um, But then, like, he was saying that the turnovers that Holtz's committed him is not acceptable. But then why does Hughes get a fall, a do a dumb fall, get the puck to the other team and the other team scores? Or vice versa, when Hughes makes a bad pass, Jack Hughes makes a bad pass, he's still playing. I don't I don't understand that. Um uh, standout place was Cole Caulfield's chip pass to Jared Sokolsky making a sixth goal of the year. That was a no defensive effort last night. Not happy what I saw from that team, except when they killed the power play. Uh, the standout play was the penalty that got to the Devils a four minute power play. Um, let's go into statistical analysis. So, Let's go from the beginning of the game. Devils once again surrender the game's opening goal. Yurich Slavkovsky scored his sixth goal of the season. 12.48 is the first period. Caulfield collected a lone assist. Mercer lost control of the puck along the boards. Then Caulfield took it, chipped it to Slavkovsky, like freaking hook on his stick, threw it in the air. Slavkovsky received it, shot. Nemec lost control of Slavkovsky. You'll see that trend with Nemec this year. 
After tw- nothing really happened after that except there's like two power plays that was nothing on. After twenty minutes, the Devils. After twenty minutes, the shots were even at ten and a piece. I don't think that's true. I think they're even at nine, ten, nine Canadians lead. Um, obviously the Devils can't out shoot them because why would they? Uh, so a little over five minutes remained in the second period. Joshua Waz scored his first NHL goal. Alvis, the last five minutes of the second period was crazy. Joshua scored his first NHL goal, sending the t- his Canadians lead to 2 nothing. Monaghan and Omiya collected assists. I think the Devils were on a bad change. Don't quote me on that, but Omiya took a big stretch, took a shut, had a stretch pass to Monaghan, who absolutely got Nemec lost. Like, Nemec needs to be more in control. But got Nemikov so faked out, it was a two-on-one. In the like the last like 40 seconds of the second period, Kane's forward Nick Suzuki was called for there it is. Nick Suzuki was called for a double minor high stick penalty against Karen Ball. Like, it doesn't bleed in that much. You play through it, but that's the power play that you ought to take for granted. You don't take for granted. Like you want to want to capitalize them. Um, the other thing that I was noticing at the end that that they played all they should just went all in on that power play and took like eight shots on him and they just played all aggressive that power play just had four like three guys in front of the net one not one D like quarterback in the Q Lukey and then one guy just. Going around side to side on top of the circle, just get ready to take a shot for them. But they didn't do that. Um, but the thing I did like is that they scored on both of those power on both penalty infractions. So then the fir- uh New Jersey had the manager edge the first three minutes of the period. It took 47 seconds for Lukey to score his eighth goal of the season. Calder, 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 Calder. Um, awesome play by him. What a shot! Great one time. Nico and Timo time were credited with the assist. Great one timer and shot. Less than a minute later, Ruff's favorite guy, Alex Holtz, took a slap shot that went past Montebo to tie the game. What a shot! What a feed! Love what I saw there. But then, what happened in the last ending of that game? Cole Caulfield skated into the devil's crease. Gotta get him out of the crease. Lay a body and just go hit him in the head. Like, let him know you're there. What did Marino do? Not do that. Marino looked absolutely lost. I was pissed at that. And I hear it in my voice right now. You can hear it in my voice right now that I was pissed at Marino playing on the offensive side of the guy, not on the defensive side of the guy. That goal got them the. Victory, 3-2 for the Canadians. Nico Dawes, he looked so calm. He's calm as a baby sleeping. Like, he is so calm. He made made his third straight start and saved 22 shots. Uh, 22 saved 25 shots. Awesome stuff from the kid. Um, yeah, that was it for everything I had to talk about. Um Uh, what else? 
Well, I'll my blanket out. What else am I missing? What am I? What am I blanket on? Um, nothing. I don't want to blink it. Uh, okay. Coach's decisions. What is a little rough thing? After you told Ryan Ovinsky to pretty much to go screw himself. Uh, what is Lindy thinking? Right now, trending on the NHL, on Twitter is the Devils. He does not like Holtz whatsoever. Like, I don't know why he doesn't like Holtz. Holtz is your guy. Um... I love what I saw from him. I don't think... I think the refs in the hot seat. Um, I think they're going to put Travis Green as the coach. I would not be surprised. Uh, the coach's decision to change the outcome by not playing Holtz more and by doing what he did, he should have just had Holtz go out more with Luke. Because the only two guys that scored. Um... I don't like how he did how he didn't bench a few guys. I'm not gonna say their names, but did I like it? Um now let's go into what Ruff said to Ryan Novinsky of NJ.com. Lindy Ruff told me you don't watch the game very well. After he asked after he asked Ruff about Holtz's ice time. He's got two shifts after scoring the game winning goal. So, enough of that crap. Um, uh, let's just go into uh, what the fans are saying. Fans are now being optimistic that if they get two wins. I know. No one just liking rough. They're all ranting about it. They're they're not liking rough. Um, this is the video. The opportunity in the second period where he threw a puck in the middle of the ice to get a point blank scoring chance. It, in a tight game, in a in a one goal game, you, it's it's plays like that that we're trying to get back in the game. And I dropped down to three lines. Um, we happen to get back in the game. He understands woman. We're, we're trying to eliminate the pucks that go into the middle of the ice, the, the puck management part. So when you make a play like that, then it's going to be hard to get back on the ice. We just give them a quality scoring chance off a play where we put it in the middle of the ice, where we don't need to put it in the middle of the ice. Uh, yeah, I like this power play goal, a couple other things I like, but is he going to make the same play again? Awful, 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 awful. That's it. I'm gonna you answer the question, rough. Um, let's just let's go into what he said to Ryan Ovinsky. So, where is it? Uh, with Holtz. 
just two shifts after his uh, obviously game time goal. What would, what went into that? Um, again, uh, you don't watch the game very well. So you look at the opportunity in the second period where he threw a puck in the middle of the ice to get a point blank scoring chance. It, in a tight game, in a in a one goal game, you it's it's plays like that that we're trying to get back in the game, and I drop down to three lines. Um, yeah, I heard that part, but that's awful. Like you, this poor guy, Holtz, he needs to keep his head up. Don't worry about this, Holtzy. Um, obviously, Luke today, yesterday, he didn't play his best game, but he was able to get through it. Um. Uh yeah, like Luke was sick. Uh oh, this just came in. Fifteen fans hospitalized after Dolphins Chiefs game. If that means anything to any of you guys. Oh, Apple's now banned from selling newest watches in the US. Huh. I got an Apple Watch. It's not good. Um let's go to see if anything else that happened. I'm just waiting to when I I'm gonna I record a podcast for you guys. I I want to get a trade to happen while I'm recording a podcast for you guys. But just make sure anything just like none of the fans are like in this. They're all want holds to go on the ice. Um, hmm. Now it's all going over a bleacher report. Like, this is awful, <laughs> Ruffy. Um, yeah, that's my ending of this. Let's just, yeah. So, appreciate you guys listening to this. I will be posting a podcast every so often now. Obviously, schools pick it up. But, yeah. Uh, I'm Aiden from Flood the Rock Podcast, and that is it.